Jerome Britwhite. What? And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, four. Okay. You're going to introduce this, are you? Well, you tried and you failed. I tried, but you know what? I'm stuck hanging out with my family every fast Friday. Yeah, when we're backstage at the Bluebird. Because everyone's family at the Bluebird. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. Um... No, no. Oh, what's that? We're, we're, we're back to our regular feed. And our regular yes. feed is doing something irregular and yet regular because every year he seems to do yeah. this. It's an annual thing, but not like proper annual. It's just... Every once a month, one, one, one month, month a year, we choose year. to uh, indulge in our basic instinct. Yes, and um, it's probably my, one of my favourite genres, and yours too. After watching uh, some of the stuff I've shown you, right? Because I feel like I feel like this is my month a bit. Yeah, you, you, as... you, you eroded my love of the <laughs> genre with your choices to make it your own instead. Oh come on! So now. this month I'm kind of. Uh, Halfway, pulling it back to see if I can fight it, and then, and then ultimately, I'm giving up and handing the rest to you. Yeah, come on now, love never dies. It's musical month. Love never dies. My yes, name is, is. Jones. I'm a cinephile. I'm a one month Ennis. only, and I'm musical mad. I'm a musical file. <laughs> There's a lot of pro- people who are musical files. <laughs> Um, what's been your favourite musical? Are you movie man? It's the podcast. Can we make sorry. sure that you're, you're jumping over me? Sorry, I'm excited. It's musical month. It's my favourite month of the year. The month, the podcast in which we watch a film, we build up to watching a film, we watch the film, and we discuss the film after the fact, so that it's in two parts, so you can listen to it and join us the entire experience. Isn't that fun? Basic premise set up. What are we doing here? Well, we are doing musical month, and we're doing musical month in June for a particular reason. But we'll get to that in three weeks' time, won't we? Or in two weeks' time, actually. In two weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, we are. We're we're kicking off musical month with a film we were going. Were we going to do this last year? Yep. Yeah. Um, because we were expecting them to uh, release the thirty-fifth anniversary, the forty-fifth anniversary four K restoration. Yep. Digitally, because it didn't really get a proper cinematic release, because things I don't know what happened last year. And this is uh, nothing happened last year. We're in 2020 right now, so last year, last year, how how were the roads last year? Would you say they were full? The roads were full. Would you say they were a little emptier? Is that a reference? Roads were a little emptier. There's one thing that brings us back. The movies. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Cheapers, um, are you not on board with Vin Diesel welcoming you to the cinema? Do you know what? I've not actually watched that fully, and I've not watched the uh, SNL skit. Well, yeah. you should watch both of them, because you yes. know what? All SNL's faults this year, and uh, there were some huge faults this year, like, existing. That was um, a very nice skit about what if Vin Diesel liked everything. And it's positive. I like positive. I just uh, I just realised we uh, we have a wonderful way to link this film um, because um, last year and this year um, the World Health Organization was was in the news quite a bit, wasn't it? In so the we'll, news. So <laughs> so naturally, 
We're watching a film that, that features the Who. Peter Capaldi, Who Doctor himself. <laughs> yes, Who Doctor. Um, yeah, this is one I'm, I'm quite intrigued about. You've seen this before, haven't you? Yeah. Yes. Um, we should say the title of the film is Tommy! Exclamation mark, Or just Tommy? Why would we go Tommy? Tommy. Is it, um, like in brackets, it was Tommy. Like in lowercase. Like, Tommy. Oh, I thought it was Tommy, like Benny. Who's that? I don't know. Benny! No, let's not. We'll talk about that in a couple of weeks, among many other things. Many other things. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're watching Tommy this week. Um, Tommy. And yeah, I remember you said you watched this on BBC or something, didn't you? Since I was a young boy, I uh, saw this on BBC. Yeah. Um, From and, my brother's room to the TV, I must have watched it all. Uh, are you excited about coming going into this? Is this your second time, or to be my second ever time? Okay, so uh, how are you feeling going into this, or is is this just to indulge me? You know what music is good. Um, Elton John music. The Who's music. See, I don't know much about The Who. Except for... Um... Well, you know The Who, are you? The Who, yes. who, the who, who. Yeah. You know, that they, you know one thing about them is they can see for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. In fact, you could call them The Seeker. Mm, nope, don't know that one. Yes, yeah, two of them. Uh, two of them right there. Um... I know, uh, all yeah. I, whenever I think of The Who, I oh, think... Hold again. Whenever I think of The Who, I think of the um, Simpsons episode they did. Where Homer goes, pinball wizard. That's all I know. And then the uh, deleted bit of that. Do you, do you, have you ever seen that little deleted thing they did? I don't think From so, DVD, no. Which, uh, you know, they do the swinging mic and it hits Marge. Right. That's obviously a thing that was, yeah, part of the episode. But Roger added a line and said, "Shut the fuck up, Marge." <laughs> really? And it's on the and it's actually on the DVD. They included that. It's like, That's oh, a nice brilliant. touch. So what's the? Oh no, I suppose it could be a twelve, couldn't it? DVD. Yeah, it's twelve. Yeah. Exactly. Shut the fuck up, Marge. Because every other time they would bleep the F word anyway, even on yeah. the extras. But uh, this time they didn't. I was like, "That's cool. That's fun. That's fun." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I uh, so I I've rented this from Amazon Prime. Um, and I noticed that it's uh, nearly two hours long, which uh, worries me somewhat. Um, but I'm hoping it goes by quick. But yeah, I'm excited. It's a good way to start off musical month. It's a, it's not as much musical as it is a uh, rock opera, of course. Okay, well, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar is a rock opera. Based on a concept album? Music. Okay. Jesus Christ Superstar was based off a concept album. Does the uh, lead actor have a problem with his eyesight in this one? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I hate that you've ruined that for me. I feel bad. I really hate he's that. clearly a great guy. I wouldn't <laughs> want to disparage him. It's you just, know, he, it's still weird. Does, he still does um, Jesus Christ Superstar. I hear he still hits the notes really well. Yeah. So like, that's impressive. I'd, I'd love so to see that live. Do it. But, um... Because I went to, a, yeah, that was it. I went to a BFI screening of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar and Tim Rice did a little Q&A afterwards and I got him to sign. My dad gave me an old um, program from when he first saw it. 
yeah. when it when it first uh, played at in the West End. And so I had West. that with me. <laughs> so I had that with me, and I got it signed by Tim Rice. Um, and he was saying, "Oh, you really should uh, see uh, see it like live with what's his name again? Ted Healy. Ted Ted Healy. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, because I've only ever seen it with uh, the the one of Tim Minchin playing Judas. Hey, but who plays uh, who played Jesus? The most important character in that one. Um, whoever won the competition, <laughs> the superstar competition. Oh, I'm I'm just reading it here. It was uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah. it was the greatest performance ever put <laughs> onto stage. I feel like and, you're using. Uh, he reimagined the music into his style of art. And uh, yeah, it was a stunt show. <laughs> I feel like you're just using these. Um, you, you, see the, you see the van coming up, and you don't, they don't jump out of the van and start the show. They jump out of the van and it explodes, and they catch each other in midair. Very exciting opening. <laughs> I feel like you're using these. Uh, these are What's the buzz cut? Tell me what's happening. I feel like you're using these movie mad episodes to just constantly advertise uh, Fast Fridays. Yeah, F9, the Fast Circus is coming out at the end of the month, so it's time to enjoy Fast Fridays, hanging out with the family. It is. You seem very excited. Is that the first film you'll be seeing in the cinema? No. No. First no, film not. you'll be seeing in the cinema is a musical. Yes, you're it is, welcome. because uh, it would have been the last film we almost saw in the cinema last yes. year. It should if we didn't get... So close. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they didn't screen it anyway. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. In their faces. Exactly. It wasn't in their faces. Um, I did almost get tickets to an earlier screening um, of it uh, this year, like a few days early. But I was like, but then I realised I'd be working, so I wouldn't actually be able to attend. And I, I didn't want you to go on your own. <laughs> wasn't I? Wasn't didn't want to let you do that. You know. But I think I looked and it was all booked up anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, interesting how that happened. What? How you uh, didn't... Hey, hey, maybe that... you want to get on this. Yeah. What? Get on what? Just, you, you know, you didn't go like, hey, maybe you want to get on this. And then... Yeah, no, because yeah. when I looked, I looked, I did look, and I was like, oh, let's have a look where I can get tickets, and I'll just order them, because it was, uh, was, it was through Sky VIP. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to book it anyway. And I was like, right, I'll book, and then, you know, see if I can figure out work, and if not, I can send it to Andrew. And then it was fully booked anyway. So I was like, oh. uh-huh. You waited, <laughs> you saw the number dwindling. <laughs> like, now I don't feel guilty. Now I can 100%, how do my heart say, I tried. <laughs> I'm not a liar. I can't let you go see it before I see it. That's just not allowed. But you've seen it. True. Both chapters. Um and I'm gonna I'm, I'm talking I'm talking sorry. about uh, the Tim Rice version. Yes. <laughs> sorry, the Tim Curry version. Yum yum yum. <laughs> I took a while waiting to get to a Tim Rice joke. Yep, fair enough. Um <laughs> So this is based off a concept album. Did the concept album come out before the film? Or? Um, I, yeah, I, this is the stuff I don't know. Oh, Because okay. who cares? <laughs> Do you want me to find out whether it yes. was... Uh... Well, the first thing when I type into Wikipedia for Tommy is it was a CBS show from February 6th to May 7th, 2020 called Tommy. That's good to okay. know. That's exactly what I was looking for. 
Yeah. Well done. Try searching for Tommy on IMDb. You get Tommy Lee Jones. You get all the Tommy, Tommy Iso. Yep. Both of the iconic Tommies. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm very intrigued about this. The one hour and fifty-one minute runtime run is troubling. Um. Wait, well, that came out in nineteen sixty-nine, so it's definitely nice. Done for it. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, so um, sitting there for a while, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? We could we could make a movie of this piece. We can tell the story in cinematic form." Yes, and you um, know, any other person, they'd be like, "Yeah, that makes sense. We can definitely do this as a normal movie." Do you know uh, what they did instead? What they uh, they hired Ken Russell, and everyone got on acid. Yes, yeah, I'm very intrigued to see how this. Plays out a Ken Russell musical. Mm. Sounds. I know. Strange. Right. It's almost like, hey, what if uh, Ben Wheatley tried to do a Tomb Raider film? <laughs> well, shall we? Um, shall we? Go? All I know is, is the story. Is Tommy? Is the titular Tommy a pinball? Is that? Is he the guy that does the? No, I don't know. I feel like I know Elton John's in this, but I feel like he's only in it for this for that one song. And he plays the pinball wizard, as well as sings about himself. I don't know. Just trying to figure it out. Mm. Well, shall we find out? Do you want to find out? Yes, I want to find out. I want to. I want to fall in love with a uh, Who music. Not sure if this is the format you're going to do that with, but. Uh... It's really interesting when you watch all the famous people pop up in and go like, wow, I mean, the cocaine on the set must have been so good to get these people on board. <laughs> okay. Bowie? I mean, I don't, want to, I don't want to assume they're all on cocaine. Again, acid definitely played a part in this film. Do you say Bowie or Bowie? I say Bowie. Because oh, it feels Bowie. nicer when you say it like this. I Bowie to no man. <laughs> Neither does King Kong. Would be nice. I, I wouldn't For some reason, Godzilla's coming to hurt us again. I wouldn't be surprised if Bowie pops up. Bowie pops up. Um, right, would it be Bowie versus Bowie? Yes. Oh, we're going to go to the hollow earth and find Bowie's father. And then there's a finale or something in which Mecha Bowie comes out. I remember that film. I definitely watched the whole of that film in the background. <laughs> it was very boring. I wouldn't want to go and see it on an IMAX. This would be fun at the IMAX. Yeah, what would be fun at the IMAX? Everything. Recording a podcast. Because <sighs> we'd be together. Yeah. Again. You, me, Gonzo. And Dupree. You won't get Dupree up in there. You, me, Doc, Gonzo and Dupree. You, yeah. me, Gonzo and Dupree, the classic Russo brothers. <laughs> block, but their biggest ever film, I believe. It's the yes. biggest box office they ever made. I believe so. Michael Douglas is like yeah, they're, they're box office gold. Seth Rogen, I mean King of the box office. Well, let's uh, let's watch. Remember King Seth Rogen is, is in You Mean Dupree? He's like Dupree's best Dupree. friend. It's like, what if Dupree had an even worse Dupree himself? That was the premise <laughs> of that storyline. That hey, oh, we just got married and Dupree's moving in with us. He's got his own Dupree. Proud to announce a truly outstanding rock opera film, Tommy. 
director Ken Russell and producer Robert Stakeman have made a film of Tommy and assembled some of the greatest names in music and the cinema. Tommy by The Who and based on the rock opera by Peter Townsend stars Anne Margaret, Oliver Reed, Jack Nicholson, Elton John, Eric Clapton, Tina Turner, Roger Daltrey as Tommy. Don't miss Tommy, the film. Your senses will never be the same again. Where, where to begin? I would begin in Soho and go all the way down to Brighton. I'm confused. That's where I must have played tomorrow. All right. <laughs> um, Johnny, I'm listening to you. Yeah. Uh, Tell your well, I want to hear your story. Tell me about the first time you watched uh, Tommy. Um, you mentioned it briefly. I think, I think I was maybe 10, maybe 11. And wow. My, my brother and I were just watching something on TV and BBC Two were like, coming up next, The Who's musical, Tommy. Right. Well, we, we like The Who. They've got good music. I'm sure that will be a good time, right? So he's 13 or so. I'm, you know, 11. Yeah. And uh, that happens. And you start for it all. Yeah, because you know <laughs> you're like, well, there's some there's there's some music here, right? We like this, right? It's weird, yeah. right? I mean, we're expanding, oh, yeah. we're expanding our cinema, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um... Lysergic acid diethylamide, also known colloquially as acid, is a hallucinogenic drug. <laughs> Effects typically include altered thoughts, feelings, and awareness of one's surroundings. Many users have visual or auditory hallucinations. Dilated pupils, including increased blood pressure and increased body temperature, are typical. Effects typically begin within half an hour and can last for up to 20 hours. It is used mainly as a recreational drug or for spiritual reasons. LSD does not appear to be addictive. Or to make more coppers. Um, I mean... As of 2017, about 10% of people in the United States have used LSD at some point in their lives. Well, 0.7% have used it in the last year. It was popular in the 1960s to 1980s. <laughs> I wonder when exactly we can pinpoint the use of LSD. Pinball point. Whoa. Um, what do, did you remember from your first viewing going into this second viewing? Because it's been a while. Because, you know, uh, you're super Tina old. Turner. Right. Can you tell them the needle dance? Yeah. Jack being in it for some weird reason. Yeah, what the hell? And baked beans. Yep. And, you know, Roger Daltrey's weird, deaf, dumb, blind stare. Yeah. For the yeah. first hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> and uh, Elton John or? Well, obviously Elton John, yeah. but that's it just, that just goes without saying, because, you know, yeah. he's intrinsically linked. I'm not going to lie. That was the only reason I wanted to watch this film. I knew Elton John was in it. Elton John, Elton John, Elton John, John, John. Yeah. It's fun being Elton John. Um, but even that wasn't enough. <laughs> no? No. You um, didn't enjoy the 20 minutes uh, opening sequence of, uh, hey, here's a couple. Hey, what if the guy goes to war? Hey, what if there's a child? Hey, what if Oliver Reed is like, ooh, I like this woman. Hey, what if Oliver Reed murders a man and then convinces the child to be deaf and dumb and blind for the rest of his life? Because, you know, why not? 
Yeah. You know, that was a fun time? Yeah, it was so fun. Hilarious. It was, it was just so weird. I don't even know what to say about it. It's Visually, it was interesting. But mm. I wouldn't say it was entertaining. It's not one that I would go back to. And I'm surprised you went. Yeah. You're surprised I went back there 20 years later. Yeah. And Margaret received a Golden Globe Award for performance. She was also nominated for the New Academy Award. Bloody hell. For that. Um. (laughs) The film was shown at the 1975 Cannes Film Festival, but was not entered in main competition. (laughs) They knew. We've got to just make it look good. Yeah, and, and we can't have Jerry Seinfeld in a V costume for this one this time. There's not enough acid in the world to make that connection. <laughs> this was just weird, He's a man. Memorable wizard. So George, weird. It's gotta be a trick. It's got such a simple wizard. <laughs> um, do you want to explain the plot to me? Yeah, well, boy watches his stepdad kill his dad. Well, his stepdad. Well, pretty much. Claimed thespian Oliver Reed. Yeah. Claimed drunk thespian Oliver Reed. Um, and Oliver Reed, uh, <laughs> Oliver Reed, uh, and I didn't get this until you said it, he basically convinces, he, he sort of, he fucks up the kids so much that the kid goes into a state of blindness and deafness. So it's like a mental Cats state. Is, uh, Senses to the world. Yeah. And so it's not an actual... Like, it, it's just because of that. He, it's mental, basically. I like know, it, right? It, yeah, totes. Um, it's like a mental block kind of thing to the extreme. Um, and then he becomes a pinball master. Uh, what? Which made no sense a pinball wizard um which made no sense to me at first but i guess now i understand he was feeling the bumpers and stuff but the mirrors the mirrors everything shiny everything that reflects him back to himself is what yeah. he see. so the yeah. shiny pins is what connects him to that he only yeah. sees himself in things that's the only thing he can really understand in the world i do love pinball i didn't love pinball until the loading bar oh really cut. Yeah. Every other time I, I, pinball, I, was like, oh, I don't really get this. I'm not very good at this. But then, you know, hanging out with you, yep. having a drink, and just playing the uh, Doctor Who pinball. The Doctor Who pinball. I don't even I'm like still... Doctor Who. Yeah. I'm still wanting to find the 24 pinball. I don't know if I'll ever find it in my lifetime, but you will I want find, to find it. The only problem bar. is, um, how long are you going to be able to play that one? <laughs> Oh, I will play it for 24 hours you're gonna straight. Ha- well, no, you're going to play it for 18 hours straight, plus commercial breaks. Yes, yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's some interesting moments. The uh, the Tina Turner... Um, Acid Queen. Gyps- gypsy... What was her name? Acid Queen. Acid Queen, right. She kept calling herself Gypsy as well. Oh, she's um, a Gypsy. Yes, it's Queen. That was, uh, like... As listed here, an erratic prostitute who deals in, prof- in prophetic LSD. Right. 
Yeah, that was definitely interesting. The, the set was the cocky pimple champion of the world in the seven foot high boots. The, the set kind of reminded me of um, Rocky Horror Picture Show and uh, Clockwork Orange. I think everything in the seventies had that kind of cinematography, anyway. Yeah, like sort of. Especially in like, England, it all looks miserable. Bare white, it's like grim and dirty. Right, yeah, but also like the bare white rooms that yeah, are yeah. used that are like filled, but like you know, not properly decorated. It's just like very easily some quick props in. Yeah, you could yeah. you could empty it very like instantly. <laughs> There's nothing that you wouldn't lose if the heat came round the corner. Yeah, in thirty seconds, didn't you? Yeah. I think Robert De Niro was production designer of the seventies. <laughs> it's an interesting um, look, and I can't think of it. what other films like because the first two that come to mind for me are Rocky Horror and uh, Clockwork Orange. But what what films come to you? Uh, anything in the seventies, I just have a sad wave of beige depression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't dislike it. I it's just fucking like, it's... hate it. I think it's ugly. I like nice, bright primary colours bursting out. I'm a Pedro Almodovar fan in that sense. Mm. Well, see, I yeah, I'm. For me, it was the it was the ones in the in the white rooms where the, the white is more prominent. Mm. It's not it's not the beigeness that stands out. It's it's just the the whiteness, um, and it's yeah, it's it's not nice per se, but it's just like comfortable <laughs> weirdly it's like you know oh, i've seen this before like i i get i get this kind of look um but it, yeah it's a very weird stylistic choice and it's i just wonder what what film started that and what film ended that <laughs> michael bay ended it he blew it up we don't we don't see it these days do you when was the last time you ever saw something that like in a, in a, you know, bright white room, like that. Um, Jimmy Smith's ship in Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. About an hour and forty minutes into the film, suddenly Yoda's walking down a gigantic bright white corridor. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ, this is bright after an hour and forty minutes of darkness and space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that waking me up. <laughs> um. Keith Moon's Uncle Ernie, Frank's clownish, perverted pimp friend. My doorbell just went off for some reason. Can we go and see who it is? I can't be asked. Wow. What Unless if that's it's... money? What if that's your money coming in? Well, I didn't get... A... I've not ordered anything. The post already came, and I got my book that I ordered. So if there's anything for Charlotte, then she'll have to pick it up herself. Unless it's actually... Oh, it's just gone off again. Yeah, I heard it that time. Go and see what it is. All right, do you want to feel for a bit? I can feel anything. They'll be gone by the time I get down there. Very exciting. This is all happening live. This is why we record this podcast during the day. We recorded it at night. You wouldn't believe the kind of things we get up to, but that's more fun. After dark. That's when the podcast gets and by that I mean it tracks in dirt and we have to have it take a nice long bath. Probably a weird yellow water. I can't hear anything. I'm very disappointed that the sound machine on his end of the recording isn't picking up any of this stuff. 
good news is I haven't heard anything bad either. It's not an argument breaking up. That'd be the awful thing if suddenly we, this becomes a snuff cast. I shouldn't laugh, but I did because I'm a bad, bad person. Is there something coming, creeping up the stairs? There's not. Oh, maybe there is. If we're going to get an update. Live on air. <laughs> yeah, as expected, it was a package for my sister. Um, <clears throat> Where you give him prior warning. But they no. Um, but they were posting it through through the letterbox as I got down there. So I was like, so, Whoops. why bother? <sighs> anyway, now yellow, we'll water, yellow bath water. Remember that? No. <laughs> Cousin with a swastika on his. Uh, Jacket he's trying to, he puts him underwater and he's in the bath and it's yellow water. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like this weird yellow and white colour in that shot. What's that about? What, why, why the colour? What does yellow do as a colour? What's any of this film about? Like, I don't know. I, I've got the answer for the question 10 minutes into this film. Um, I just don't know. This was weird. I don't know why. In the original story, Tommy's father returns and murders the lover. The film, the father is the murder victim. Oh. Okay. Imagine getting rid of Oliver Reed that early. Yeah. He'd have just gone down the pub. Most <laughs> of the shoots. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm really trying to wrap my head around this. Like, I know for a fact I'm not going to watch this ever again. Do you? Um, I thought that, and then here we are. Yeah, true, true. But unless I do another podcast with someone else, then and you're they suggest it. pushing this on them. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't. I don't even know. My 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 brain is very frazzled by this. Mick Jagger was offered the role of. Oh. Tommy. The Acid Queen, but insists on singing <laughs> songs that are always given to Tina Turner. No. Jack You're Nicholson kidding. agreed to play a small role because... Um... I don't know. Why? Russell's films intrigue me. Uh, right. <laughs> Some I like very much. Some I don't like at all. I want to find out what makes them tick. Why does he get such toys? <laughs> Jack. Where was this in his career? Like... What happened before this? No, um... <laughs> he said, wasn't that... it just after Clockwork? Oh, Clockwork, Orange, Cuckoo's mm-hmm. Nest. Cuckoo's Nest was 75, so... Yeah, he was doing... He's done Cuckoo's Nest. Well, he oh, was right. doing Cuckoo's Nest, so... Uh, he'd already got his Oscar. Okay. Oh, no, he got... I think he was about to get his Oscar for Cuckoo's Nest around that time. Right. So he knew he knew he was in a masterpiece. <laughs> and also Tommy. Um, yeah. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Jesus. What a what a film. What? Question mark? A film? <laughs> <Terror Bank? laughs> um, Remember when they had that uh, run-off with like a preacher and the daughter go and see Tommy and get yeah. married or whatever? Yeah, that was... That was ten minutes. That, and that was fairly late into the film. Yeah, that was like a. I mean, I guess we're trying to explore the power of the character. Yeah, in the real world, or something, but it kind of didn't because you know it's too late into the thing to do anything like that. 
Yeah. You, you've made it so very literally insular. <laughs> you can't suddenly go, hey, now let's expand and see what the other characters are up to in this world. I don't know. Uh, uh, let's do a whole season set on a uh, different farm and see if that's uh, that can come back and meet them at some point. Let's fear the walking death for a bit. <laughs> and I, well, we'll find out because it's coming to Disney Plus, isn't it? Oh, finally. Yeah, walking it's been on, what, Amazon? Oh, you'll be talking about yeah. regular walking. Fear of. Oh, is, is fear of not going as well? I, just I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Yeah. I'm not curious enough to find out. Quintophonic Sound, the original release of Tommy, used a sound system device by sound engineer John Mosley called Quintophonic Sound. At the time that the film was in production, various quadraphonic quarter speaker sound systems were being marketed to the domestic hi-fi market. Some of them were so-called matrix systems that combined the four original channels into two, which could be recorded or, or transmitted by existing two-channel stereo systems such as LP records or FM radio. John Mosley used one of these systems. So recording the front, left, front, right, back, left, and back, right channels on the left and right channel of the four magnetic strip into the cinema scope type. The discrete center channel was also recorded on the center track of the print. The fourth surround track of the striped print was left unused. In addition, John Mosley used the DBX noise reduction on the magnetic track. So I'm excited. I love how you're trying to make this interesting. <laughs> Like, Unlike other filmed rock operas such as that of Pink Floyd's The Wall, the album was never dubbed over the film. The different actors, including Nicholson and Reed, neither of whom were known for their singing ability, Reed's character's songs were cut from Oliver, and Nicholson's on On a Clear Day You Can See Forever appeared only in the now load the now lost Roadshow version. Sorry, I thought it said loaded. Performed the songs instead of the in characters instead of the Who, with the exception of Daltrey as Tommy, and where Townsend sings narration in place of that. <laughs> I was curious as to whether it was uh, Nicholson singing. You were curious. I assumed... Because he was doing an English accent. Good day. Batman. I assumed it was um, it was Oliver Reed doing the singing. Of course, look at it. Um, but yeah, Nicholson I wasn't so sure about. Um, you know that was Tina Turner doing her singing? Yeah. You know Tina Turner did all her own dancing? I had a feeling, yeah. Um, you like Tina Turner? Yeah, yeah, I do like Tinder. Where, 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 where do you find her? Where do you rank her? Like on on the list of uh, I know everything. Um, like in the middle. Like I'm, I'm not. I, I won't uh, listen. To, I've never listened to like a full album of Tina Turner's. I've not watched um her documentary on HBO Max. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm not. I like. I'm not super interested in her, but. Oh. For There's... me, I'd say she's simply the best. Oh, okay, right. I see what you're doing. Jonathan, for me, I'd say she's better than all the rest. She's better than everyone. <sighs> everyone I've ever met. God damn it. <laughs> kind of kicking myself. I didn't see that one. <laughs> I don't know. I said um, it up for you so beautifully. Yeah, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, was... I, I, I lucied the ball and you turned <laughs> around and you lucied yourself at the end. You pulled well, the ball I'm... away from yourself. I'm sorry, I was taken this seriously. Well, that's the first person to take this thing seriously. <laughs> um, How do you feel about uh, TV throwing champagne, chocolate and baked beans at a woman? Oh, that was, around in it. that was weird. And I, I, Doesn't it make yeah. you want to have a nice, you know, baked bean supper now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Good. <laughs> beans on toast after this. Uh, beans um, on caviar toast. Oh, yeah. Breakfast. Um, I only really wanted to watch this because Elton John was in this. 
And Elton John um, was in this. So you got exactly John that. Elton John was in this. Yeah. Um, and Elton John's song was the best song in this. Elton John's song is the only good song in this. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I don't think Tommy is a good album. Yes. It doesn't make me want to listen to The Who. It's not anywhere near as good as, you know, there's so many great songs they've got done. I think they have one of the most perfect songs of all time, and it's not Pinball Wizard in any way. What's, what's the most perfect Barbara song? Barbara O'Reilly is one of the perfect songs of all time. Okay. I'll look that one up. You'll know um, it when you hear it, because you'll go, oh, I thought this was called Teenage Wasteland. Okay. Um, it's the song they use at the start of uh, Premium Rush. You remember the opening of Premium Rush? Not really. I definitely you remember have the opening of Premium Rush because you remember probably. the entirety of Premium Rush. Okay, okay. Um, oh, Michael ever... Shannon takes a bullet to the head in that one. Has this, has this ever um, gone to stage? Uh, it started on stage. Oh, it started? All right. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, it says at the end that uh, it's based. Yeah, you know, it's an adapt. It's adapted from the book that Pete Townsend wrote for the stage. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know what more to say about this. Would like, you trust Ken Russell with any genre of film? I don't think trust is the right word. I but think I it has to be because you know you're like, oh, if if in the seventies, like Ken, do you want to make a Paddington movie? <laughs> yeah, like no tits. You, you Please, him, God, no masturbating nuns. You could give him any genre um, to do, and you'd you'd still watch it out of spite. <laughs> yeah, out of spite, and, and out of pure curiosity. Like, what's Ken Russell going to do with this? What did he do here? Yeah. Um, Why is the very hungry caterpillar suddenly rated R rating? <laughs> what is he eating? And who's eating him? Why is it he in a cocoon? That doesn't make any sense. That's just wordplay. It's just bad wordplay, Ken. Why was Tom Six a uh, creative director on this? I had a baby Tom Six at that point. Still well, with the Imagine hat a baby Tom Six with a gigantic hat. Oh, yeah, yeah. The only recognisable feature of Tom Six is a gigantic <laughs> hat. Yep. It's how he gets away from the, the Eddie Trackers. Because for a while, Pharrell was also getting tracked in the same way and like ah if we both wear gigantic hats the bounty <laughs> hunters can't go and get both of us i can just put them on different people and they'll assume they're tom six and well <laughs> oh, there's a film um there's a rock opera <laughs> but yeah i don't i don't know what more to say about this but i will say that i i have i i knew my answer for the main question for this podcast about 10 minutes in how do you feel? I feel... You're taking a long time out. to answer, because that's the main question I was asking. How do you feel? No, that's not... What's the question of the pod... What's the podcast called? Well, don't, you don't ask that. You how, ask something how, else first. How do you feel with Johnny Ellis? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot what podcast we're doing. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the show where you fill people up. I was going to say I'm very backstage at the Bluebird for... Um, <laughs> For Tommy. And I'm very fast Friday. That's true, Johnny. See me. Feel me. I'm curious as to what you are, but um, who, who, who do you want to go first, me or you? Johnny, are you mad that you watch okay. Tommy? <laughs> um, no, it satisfied a curiosity I had. 
So I'm not mad. Johnny, would you rather go deaf, dumb and blind than watch Tommy again? Yes. <laughs> Johnny, has it satisfied your last pinball that you haven't been able to uh, abuse in the last year? No, not 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 enough. No, because it didn't. Apart from the pinball wizard sequence, you didn't really, and you didn't even get to see the full pinball boards, and you know, it didn't really. It was a couple of bumpers, a couple of flippers. Yeah, and, but you, you know, didn't get to see the whole heels. thing. Yeah, it's almost like it doesn't think that pinball is the uh, key component of the story here. Yeah, it's just rude. It's almost like, hey, pinball's popular. Yep. It's a new craze sweeping the nation. <laughs> Let's catch on to it. Who are we? Uh, the who are we? <laughs> well, it's well. me, Yoda. <laughs> DJ Radio. Dagobah yeah, DJ Radio. <laughs> Do you want to ask the main yeah, one? You movie mad. Not at all. Not in the slightest. Not one jot. Are you moving out for this? Oh, of course, are you not? Okay. Uh, this, is like, uh, this is like, this is like, yep. Uh, I right. remember two or three things out of this and everything else. I can't believe it was an hour and 50 minutes. I don't know how it got yep. to that length. I still don't know why how it got to that length. Yeah. It was like uh, Cruella or Plan B. It's got way too long of the first act. Cruella was good, damn you. Cruella takes 40 minutes to even start a, a film that takes 20 minutes to read an audiobook and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened but don't you worry things might happen eventually they don't spoiler alert they don't um throughout most of this film i was just looking forward to uh next week's film why would you be doing that because what is next because next week's film means that this week's film is over yeah (laughs) exactly well, first, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ethan Runt or at letterboxd.com slash Ethan Runt and not much else. Where can we find you, more importantly? You can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram and movie mad on letterboxd. Are you moving on? At hotmail.com is our email address. Are you movie underscore mad is our Twitter. Are you movie mad pod on Facebook? Yep. Come find us, come hang out, come like, come subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes, yes. Spotify, or Stitcher, wherever you make podcasts, we're probably there. And where... Yeah, every Friday, as we're watching Fast and the Furious franchise, leading up um... to the Fast Saga, and our sister show is also on every Friday, because yes. we are backstage at the Bluebird in Nashville, Tennessee. Why are we there? Because it's an amazing show, and Andrew Wait, show? is loving every... What show? We're in Nashville, Tennessee. As a, yeah, we're like, in Nashville, Tennessee, we're... watching Nashville, the TV show. Ah, that's context you yeah. didn't explain. Yep. My bad. Yep. I just, I, I assumed, if you say we're in Nashville, everyone in Nashville watches Nashville. Because I think it's against the law if you don't, so. I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't think that's ever going to be true. I don't think laws go to TV shows. And that's the problem with the world at the moment. That's the one problem. Fix with the world at the moment. Um, how how do you want to to tease next week's episode? Next week we're doing something based on a song that I think won Eurovision. Here we go again.
what more can I say? That's right, we're doing the Lordy movie. <laughs> we're doing My Lovely Horse. Did that win? It, it did in our hearts. That's not how things work. It's not how things work. You're the Conchita first. It won the exact same amount of points as uh, the UK won this year, so... Yeah, that UK one was so good. So good. So good. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, you know, Flow Rider. June, I'll, I'll, I'll end... got 13 public po- points, Flow Rider. During Eurovision, because I, I never watch low, it. Low, 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 low points. <laughs> I never, I never watch Eurovision. I very, I came very close to watching it this year because uh, my sister was going to be home watching it and she didn't have anyone to watch it with and she was trying to get me to watch it with her. So I was like, right, well... could have texted me during it and I'd have been like, yeah, Flo Rider. But then she... she He's going down for real. Then then she um, she went off to her friends and watched it there. It's been nice. Um, So then I texted uh, a few people at random points during the night and I think you were the last one I texted. um, And I just sent the same thing. I said, this act is so weird. And everyone else texted me back going, oh, you're watching uh, Eurovision. And I was like, no, I just wanted to check if that phrase uh, right, fit in. Yeah, and uh, and I sent it to you, and you thought I was talking about the final act of uh, Fast and Furious 6. Yes, because you told me you're watching it, and I, that's my yep. assumption is that you don't care about whatever I'm doing, that I immediately assume, I know that you only ever talk about yourself. <laughs> I feel seen. Don't like this. I don't feel so. Let, let me tell you about how I, I feel. About now. Um, Tony, can yeah. you hear me? Sorry? Can you hear me? <laughs> trying to find a good way to, to round this podcast tell off. Tell me now. more about yourself. There's nothing to tell. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. <laughs>